This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. record high on downloads last month for the month of uh, October. So thank you guys for that, for uh, helping us hit that. We appreciate it. Don't forget to leave us a rating review. I'm saying this at the beginning because if I don't, I'll forget about it. And You know, I I think that's honestly amazing. You said, what, 51? 51, like, maybe globally or whatever. Oh, on the charts? As, yeah, as yeah, far yeah. as downloads. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, that's pretty amazing. And so... Well, ba- well, basically what that is is like popularity and ratings. Yeah, so that's amazing. It, I don't know how that all happens. I am going to learn it because at some point I'm going to... I want to do... I want to mm-hmm. be into a, uh, probably a podcast. But um, to me, that's that's pretty am- <laughs> amazing that here you are. You're, you, you already have a, a, a few different jobs that you do. You... Mm-hmm. You work for Medevac, and then you also are working with the sheriff's department as mm-hmm. their pilot and stuff like that. And so, I think you agree with some of the things that me and you that I shared with you and somebody I introduced you to. Uh, you know, I just talked to a guy yesterday at church that is a works for a general contractor as a lineman, mm-hmm. and uh, I think the average person. And I've known this for a long time because I've been self-employed. Our government, one thing they have done right, is is set up the tax system for anybody that does have a business, whether it's a side gig or a home-based business of some sort. Uh, I'm telling you right now, I, I shared a little bit of that with Thomas when me and him went hunting because, you know, he does really well. And mm-hmm. so does, you know, my son, you know, Matt, mm-hmm. uh, working for the company here. A power company, and he works. Uh, he Matt works in the gas department. Thomas is a lineman in the the electric uh, part of the company. But the thing of it is, these guys are paying. I mean, the the, the government loves those people. Uncle mm-hmm. Sam loves those mm-hmm. people. I'm not going to repeat it, but the amount of taxes that they're paying every two weeks and it's taken out of their check is crazy. It is. And yeah. Oh, so we're all we're basically you know, told growing up, get yourself, buy a house because you get tax benefits and then you can, you know, uh, put, get equity in the house, which is good. And then, uh, the, you know, most likely the value of the house is going to increase unless you have a crash like we did in 08 that will, you know, clean your clock. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, so what happens is the problem, problem with that is, I mean, it's a good thing because you want to buy it anyway because if you're renting, you're almost throwing it down the, the drain. Yeah. But the other thing is, it. Re- I guess it really depends where you are in life. And, you know, for how many years, 20 years, I had that 10 acres and that 4,300-square-foot house and the 1,200-square-foot house with trees and a lake. <laughs> and, oh, my God, I spent so much time dealing, tr- you know, trying to keep it manicured, trying mm-hmm. to keep it... So it's where you're at. So yeah. like right now at my age now, 66, I'm like, I don't want to be doing that stuff. Right, I don't right. want to spend the time. My life, you know, is numbered. I don't, you know, the Bible says there's a pointed time uh, to be born and a time to die. And, you know, it says redeem the time for your, the days are evil, which I think you would agree the days yeah. are evil. And so personally myself, like I'm stepping it up. Like we talked about Cam Haynes and, mm-hmm. and David Goggin, like, I got to have somebody like I've done motivational speaking in large crowds, but I always want to listen and be influenced by somebody that is going way beyond what I thought I could do because mm-hmm. we all have limitations. Right. And so we put them on ourselves. A lot of times it's just our minds. It's in our mind. The Bible That's says, in fact, what does the Bible say? As a man thinketh mm-hmm. in his heart, so is he. So is he. 
And so you, you've got to use somebody else to stretch it. But back to the tax thing is, is I think you learn the value of having a side gig, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, and, you know, uh, Mid-Valley Mercenaries and all the money that you spent on all the tools it takes mm-hmm. to be a successful mm-hmm. duck hunter, right? Mm-hmm. Or uh, that, or just filming it. Too, yeah, just you know? filming it. Even even that stuff. Mm. But I mean, I I would have to ask people how many how many people that listen to this. How many people entertain other people? <laughs> Most people do. Yeah. You have friends. Yeah. You have family. Do you ever talk about things? For instance, in your case, did you ever talk about Mid Valley Mercenaries? Yes. Did you right. buy waiters? Yes. Did you yeah. buy a boat? Did yes. you go to lunch? Do you go to lunch? Mm -hmm. Look at, if you treat this like a business, okay, you have all the tax advantages of of almost any large corporation Mm -hmm. that you can write off all this stuff. In fact, according to certain things, and I have a bookkeeper, so the one thing I don't want to do is I don't want to spend my quality time learning all the tax codes Mm -hmm. to do all that. But if you pay somebody that does that as a business, Mm -hmm. the write-offs you have it's you're already doing it through your whole life if you have anything going on, especially like you do. And you learned, I mean, I mean, I don't know what you have to say about that, but you were probably a little blown away about tax advantages that you can have. I haven't even told you the final word. Oh, really? It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, so well, you'll have to tell me after this. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But my point is, did it kind of like, like I knew that you could be doing this kind of stuff mm-hmm. because I I've been doing it forever, mm-hmm. you know, since I'm 23. Yeah. And uh, and I like I said, I told Thomas the same thing. I go, dude, you got it. I mean, he's got some good things going on in his life because he makes really good income, you know, buying his own house and all the stuff that he's doing. But the thing of it is, the one area in his life he doesn't have, he doesn't have whether it's a home based business or something, something that he can use all the write-offs because he's already, again, he's already doing all the stuff. He's mm-hmm. already entertained. In fact, we're going over there for dinner yeah. tonight. He's doing all this stuff, and we're going to talk. But if you had that, you could literally write off so much stuff Yeah, that you're already doing to help you if you feel like you're being taxed to death. Right. You know, I can remember, t- this, no, this is a funny thing. Okay, so... I'm 66, so when I was, I graduated in 1973, and, you know, I, I can be working, and I've been working, like, on our farm and everything for as long as I can remember my dad's farm. I mean, I was probably five or six year old when I drew, drove my first, uh, my dad's truck out in the field and didn't know there was anything above gear one. Because my older brother said, oh, yeah, drive it over there so the combine could empty the seed into the truck, and I did that. And I literally had that, I had that thing pegged pegged in first gear. And uh, when I actually came back, the radiator was steaming. It was, (laughs) it was not good, but I didn't know there was a second or a third (laughs) and I could barely look over the top of the steering wheel. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so yeah. So having a job outside of the farm, uh, you know, do, doing that. I remember, and back then, just think about it because of inflation, the, the money that I received during that check wasn't that much. But in my mind, as a young person, I'm thinking, look at this. They're taking this out <laughs> of my check. Right, oh, as a young kid. I had to mentally like separate myself from looking at that right. because like it aggravated me so bad that they're taking this money as out. As a kid. And then what happens is you just realize that is life. And, you know, it wasn't always that way because mm-hmm. the central bank and all that stuff, and that wasn't always how it was. IRS is not even, you know, is not even a... Uh, even a U.S. Anyway, I don't want to get into that necessarily right now, but that is a whole nother thing. And at one, once upon a time, they did not take taxes out. Okay, that's I will put it that way. They did not take taxes out, but you begin to accept it and just think about accepting the fact that you're having one, two, three, four thousand dollars or more taken out of your check every mm-hmm. week or two weeks. You know, so you don't even think after it gets to some point where you don't don't even think about it. But what if there was a way that you could actually have write offs for Mm. all the stuff you're already doing anyway? Yeah. Wouldn't that be worth it? Let me let me tell you, there is. And it's legal. Tax evasion is illegal and avoidance through legal means is available to anybody. In fact, I was just talking to another he wasn't um 
he doesn't work where Thomas does, but he actually does the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him, Bigfoot. The guy, um, Sarah's husband. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he's a super cool guy. Mm-hmm. I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we got into a good conversation after church, and he, he, him, and Sarah were there yesterday. And I got into a con- good conversation about the tax taxes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he said he was telling Sarah we needed some, we need something on the side, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing of it is, you don't even have to show a profit, say for the first three years. You <clears throat> right. can't treat it like a hobby. And what I mean by that, you know, what I mean it's just not some little hobby thing. But if you treat it like a business and you hire somebody, like the person I I, I introduce you to, and they're professionals in it, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, it's legal. It's nothing shady. It's it's nothing. It's what you're supposed to do if you yeah, have a business, if so. you know it. But the pa- yeah. problem is, uh, knowledge. You've heard this before. Knowledge is power, mm-hmm. and uh, at least I knew enough for the longest time to take my my documents and yeah. give it to them and let them do it and say thank you mm-hmm. and the money they save. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, so so it was able to help you, huh? Yeah, I'll I'll talk to you later in more okay. a little more details, but it was just like oh, praise God. I <laughs> it's funny because I did just, it take a load off you. I've, oh well, yeah, instantly. You know, uh, what's going on here? I'm trying to pull up some information for this this uh, episode, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it did. Yeah. So just, knowledge to is say, power, to say the least. Yeah. So. Yeah, and knowledge is power, and and I I let me I mean I don't know this, but I'm assuming, and you know I hate to assume too much, but I'm assuming anybody if you had fourteen thousand people listen to your podcast last year, I'm pretty sure that a good portion of those people maybe have a job, mm-hmm. maybe work for someone else, and some of them I'm sure have their own business, and if they do, they know the benefits. But I think you know uh, me personally, this is just me. Is I think it's you're all about helping people, mm-hmm. sharing information. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Mid Valley Mercenaries, all the educational sh- things mm-hmm. you do with dogs and showing what you can do with the dogs, and and just even the hunting is helping people. Well, I think we'd all agree the whole idea here is to help. It's like almost like a community of people, mm-hmm. like minded, where we can help each other. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. So I think that right there is something that you might want to ask him <laughs> Yeah, how valuable that is. That on, maybe in your comments, mm-hmm. uh, maybe in the comments, somebody said, hey, I need, I like some help about that. You know, to me, I'd, I'd love to help people that way. Yeah. And basically, it isn't always because you need to have the knowledge, the deep knowledge yourself. Right. But you're directing people. Yes, you're directing right. people in ways that they can get it themselves mm. because you don't want to be an accountant. You don't want to be a bookkeeper. You don't want to do that. Yeah, you're you're living life. You're busy doing other things. Yeah, you yeah. can only learn so much. But yeah, 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 why not let somebody do that's done it for 25 years? Yeah, leverage. Lever- 30 years, 40 le- years. Leverage yourself. And, yeah. and trust me, there, there's nothing to fear. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to fear. Yeah. You know, God does not give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I know... When I first shared it with you, you was like, I'm putting my trust in you yeah. <laughs> yeah. and them. And Only because you know, I know you have the knowledge. Other than that, I have no other, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it, I have trust, a track record. Trust is, yeah, trust is something you don't see. You don't see the end result. You're going off of trusting in that person or individual yeah. or God or whoever yeah. it is, right? Right, right. That's like, that's. A mixture of faith, hope, and trust. Right. I mean, it's just all a mixture of those. And it's like, it ain't trust or it ain't faith, it ain't hope if you've already seen it. Yeah, exactly. If it's already come to pass, that that takes no faith for me to believe in something. But when you're dealing with it yourself. Well, especially when you got an entity like the Internal Revenue Service mm-hmm. that has basically said, uh, you know, they can threaten people to death and put the mm-hmm. fear of God in them. Yeah. In people, you know, and... And they don't have the experience. I mean, my track record with this bookkeeper that I introduced you to is 42 years. Mm-hmm. And I know what they've done for me through that time. And 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 so I'm not just blowing smoke. I have that track record and what can be done legally is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> now, there is a lot of people out there. I've seen the stuff they're doing. I'm like, oh, you're going to get in so much trouble. I knew, the, I knew this one guy. He was buying farm equipment. He lived in city. And he did. He worked for a main corporation that had nothing to do with farming, 
And he was saying he had a farming business. Oh, no land. He's going to get fried one day. Yeah. Now, um, I, what, I guess what we're kind of talking about when my dad's a little bit referring to me is just all the write-offs that I was getting write-offs. Okay, I, I had write-offs. I knew about write-offs, but I didn't realize all the things that were write-offs. There was major ones I was like, oh, 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 oh. And so what it's doing is just helping, helping, helping. And it's like, my goodness. But so so that, that runs right into this conversation then. Has anybody filled their tank up with gas re- recently? Mm-hmm. So what do you feel about that? And I'm pretty sure a majority of the people never that listen to this podcast probably never voted for Biden. Probably not. And um, so whether he was elected, oh, so whether he was fuel? electorate or he, they stole the election. You know, I got my opinion, but what I'm saying is, if you did vote for them, uh, how do you feel about the aspects? How do you feel about what I love about this? T- uh, time is the fact that every time any of those people, all 100 of those people that voted for Biden, all 100 of them, every time they go to the gas station, they're basically getting taxed or hit. Unfortunately, it's affecting a whole lot of good people that did not vote for that guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm just going to say this, okay? Say it. Don't okay, like <laughs> I was 23 in, in, in 1979 when I started my first business that I had. It was a roof truss manufacturing business that I moved from Oregon, started in California. I said this before, but some of the people that are on here, you weren't born. Jimmy Carter wasn't president when you were born, I guarantee you, because I got married, me and mom got married in 1982, and you were born in 84. Mm-hmm. So by then, uh, President Ronald Reagan was president. But Jimmy Carter, (laughs) in my lifetime, was the worst ever individual that was elected or put in as president. He was an embarrassment all over the world. Uh, There was the the, uh, uh, Iran-Contra, the hostages. People were burning flags. Uh, People were... You know, hammer doing the same kind of things is what I'm saying. They were hammering, you know, and we're, people were basically ashamed of this country at this point. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is like what we feel right now. Yeah, it, it, as far as stuff that's being done. Yeah, stuff that's being done. Mm-hmm. Portland. It, oh yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, like Antifa and everything yeah. that's going on and all the stuff we talked about before. But my point was going to be is about inflation because you talked about it. Maybe get into that. And this is a perfect. Well, let me say that. Let me do this plug real quick. Okay. Miller Outdoor Adventures. They're sponsoring the podcast and they've got hunts. Uh, you guys should really check them out. They're located in Northeast Arkansas on the Cache River. They do uh, rice and bean field hunts. They got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of opportunity out there. Anyways, it's 500 day $500 a day for a group, whether it's one person or eight people. If it's eight people, it's sixty-two fifty a day. If you mention the MVM show, you'll get 50 bucks off a day for that group. And so, which I think that's really cool that they offered that and that they're sponsoring this podcast. Um, they're fr- family-friendly, dog-friendly. They let you bring your own dog if you want to hunt with your own dog, which I know a lot of us do. I got Rocky. Uh, they do duck and snow goose conservation hunts. Uh, on Facebook, Miller Outdoor Adventure NEA website is MillerOutdoorAdventures.com. Don't forget to mention the MVM show. Phone number is 870-586-3004. And they've got, they don't actually have a ton of days left in, actually, is that the updated one? Because he gave me an updated. That's pretty amazing, really. <clears throat> the the Snow Goose Conservation Hunt is not a lot of days left. There, as of now, when we're recording this, doesn't mean it'll be available when you guys call if you do. February 2021 is available, and then February, I'm sorry, March 5, 6, and 12. So there's not 2022. a 2022. And um, guided snow goose prices are three plus hunters, 150 each per day. So that's a, that's a little bit different. Um, guided duck hunt prices, two hunters or three, $300 each per day, three hunters, $200 each per day, four hunters, 175 per day. And then five hundreds are one fifty plus. How far? How far is uh, Arkansas from here? Have you ever um, it's out? it's driveways. Yeah, like say if you were. I want to say it's like thirty hours. Oh, 30 hours. It, well, depending on where exactly where he's at. Like I didn't look at the city. I don't think he put the city. Actually, if if 
But <laughs> if four or five guys were in a vehicle, oh, I mean, we're talking nothing. like drive through or easy. Yeah, split the gas and drive and get there quick because yeah, everybody yeah. can no, sleep that's, on it. That's the steal because yeah. honestly, if it's five hundred and you you take fifty off because of MVM, that's four fifty. Eight people, that's $56 a day. Like, yeah. how can you beat that? Yeah. It might be even somewhere we actually end up going down the road. We, I would be it. interested in personally in doing that. Mm. I just don't want to do the other. What's that? The muck and the mire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your, well, boat, your boat I will do. but Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> yeah, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, I, you yeah. know what? I love, I honestly, my thing is totally different. My thing is I like... When I do duck hunting, I like to float the river. Oh, let me ask you this though first, uh -huh. okay? Yeah, I know you do like that. We got a mountain like this, <laughs> and you're at the bottom. Uh huh. And there's a bull, six point bull elk up here. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. You got that scenario. Yeah. Now you got this, but mushy, muck and mire, and there's a duck a hundred yards over there. Yeah. That is worse than climbing up that mountain for that well, elk? Well, the difference is an elk would be around 800 or 900 pounds, and a duck's about, what, five or six pounds? If that. And so I got a whole lot more meat than you do. It'd take you to shoot about how many? 500 or 1,000 of them to match with that. <laughs> I'm just saying. And you know what? Honestly, honestly. Me yeah, and but how much money you spend and how many weeks are you out there doing it? Well, here's the I'm deal. Not I promise you one thing. <laughs> your relationship with your wife as an elk hunter isn't as affected as much as a duck hunter because you guys are hunting from— I got her trained, though. Yeah, well, eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you Thomas, may have her trained, but there's a whole lot of other women that. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so so you aren't <laughs> causing division doing your duck hunt thing, uh, right? Not not anymore. I took I took some training. Trust me, I've hunted. I grew up in Oregon. I hunted ducks. I hunted. I hunted. And, and I, I did. And I, did. I never said about the time waving your spouse. I just said oh. the muck and the mire. You're making that sound like it's well, yeah, the most but I'm horrible looking thing. At the whole picture here, because I'm like, not, I'm just comparing a simple. Illustrations, all I, I want to uh, know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so here's an elk up here, and uh, and there's this. It's it's the thing. Like I said, I like going down the river. I'm in Merced mm -hmm. River. You're by yourself right now. The trees are turning colors. You never. I 
I've seen a mountain lion <clears throat> yeah. going down there. I've seen some Fox, really big deer bobcat. going down there. I take a varmint call with me. Every once in a while, I would stop and varmint call, and mm. then you might shoot, you know, get a coyote or whatever. So it's super exciting, and it is kind of fun if you ever tried it. When the river is kind of moving fast and the, you know, birds are flying over, that's actually where I shot my first wood duck mm. on on the Merced River. But they're flying over, and you're trying to shoot on the move. It's just like pretty fun, mm. you know. But um, yeah. So each to his own. I'm not. I'm not. I think it's great that you do it. Oh, it's we're just, just we're just bantering. We're just all. having we're just having fun. But um, the thing the thing to you know, me and Thomas were talking this yesterday. To be honest with you, I've shot enough things with my rifle. Not saying I wouldn't go do it again, but I. It's not like my passion. Mm-hmm. Like, like my passion is archery hunting. Mm-hmm. Period. And my uh, the passion that goes along with that is. Bulls it's in the, the journey. It's the journey. It's the journey. Bottom line, that's what we've said about duck hunting, totally. big game hunting, anything. Totally. It's the journey. Yeah. And, and it is a rush. I've done it with you a bazillion times growing up yeah. with the archery and seen the most amazing things that most people will never see in their yeah, life. Exactly. Almost getting walked over by elk and yeah, yeah. having them scream right in your face and bugle back to you. I used to be able to, I could have elk oh, answer dude. me calling with my <laughs> voice. This guy right here. Back when I was still Seriously. before pre-puberty. Well, I'm not kid, <laughs> you know what though? If you'd have kept doing that, you might have maybe. Stood, but honestly, God, I've it. used a lot of different calls. My first one was a uh, a call because I have a, br- a bridge from an axe, you know, on for teeth. So my palate, it's a little messed up to do use the the calls the reads, that you yeah. read that you put inside. It's a little uh, hard hard to get it to fit right and everything mm-hmm. like that. But I'm not kidding you. What age would you be? Twelve, thirteen? Before, yeah, I was. Pro- it was like. Probably for between ten and twelve is when I could do yeah, that the best. I'm not kidding you. I took this dude right here. Could I used to have him call in front of the people and be like, "Dad, stop it!" You know, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. He didn't like it. But and I'm I not still kid- remember that little old school elk tube. The re- yeah, without the read. Obviously, I was doing it with my voice. Yeah, yeah. But it was probably what about that long? I remember. I remember having it curled up. It could curl and bend, and I could just. Call, oh man, call. I'm not kidding you. His his call. One time in particular, I'll never forget it. Do you remember that time those cows came to you? Yeah, yeah, and that that was like I don't, I don't have that much personal experience where I ever called where cows actually came like they did mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. But that was you that did that calling, and seriously, the cows came in even. Yeah, do you remember there was like two yeah. or three of them. Man, I wish we would have that on video. Oh my, I would that love to watch been, that now. That would have been amazing because I could chuckle, bugle, I would scream like, um, growl like you know, really growl into yeah, it. And, and we're talking awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I and I wouldn't say just bragging myself, but I it I was, know that it was pretty good. It was very good, and it was fun to do. I liked it, but yeah, I can't, yeah. He, he 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 grew out of it. Got testosterone in his voice changed, <laughs> and he, yeah, he. He's, Got tired of me asking him to do to it do in front, front of, of everybody. I was proud of him, like because to me it was pretty amazing. Yeah. So yeah. But back was back to the whole inflation thing. Well, yeah. Let's go to the fuel prices. You you kind of mentioned that. So what are you paying? We're we're in California. What's your cheap price for paying? Because you just okay. mentioned filling the car. So up. I literally just filled up my Jeep this morning, and it was four twenty nine. Four twenty nine. Okay. That was which that is. That was that. Co- it's actually cheaper than a lot of other places I've seen. Trust me, right now it's cheaper than other places. And right now, in where we live, Costco for us is the best. It's the best price. Is it or all around? Well, I mean, for, I, for regular seen, unleaded. Yeah, regular unleaded. Okay, four twenty nine. Okay, so what I did is I I pretty much every time in my phone in my calendar, mm-hmm. you know, I I have stuff that I'm going to do for the day, and then I add to it. But like when I go fill up, I put the prices. Mm. And you know that oh, I right. that I spent right. like per gallon, so I can kind of track it, you know, yeah. ups and downs. And uh, you know, my my belief is like you may think it's bad now, but if you know President Trump seems to know when things are going to happen, and he said we are going to go do some major inflation, you mm-hmm. know, and because of what they're doing, they cut out the Keystone Pipeline, and now we don't have. The fuel, we're, we're not a supplier to the world. Now he's trying to, you know, you know who is trying to get uh, from the Russians and, you know, from the Middle East. But my point is, I started, when I, last time I was remember, it, this happened one week after another. It was 395 when I went filled up. The next week when I went filled up, it was 399. Then it was 405. Then it was 409. And in one week when I went to fill up again, it went to 429. And now, I'll tell you right now, that is cheap compared to most places right now. And so I asked the guy at Costco, 
So uh, from my understanding, in California, there's a summertime fuel, uh-huh. an additive that they put in. Uh-huh. And I asked the guy at the station, he acted like he didn't even know about it. Because I said, shouldn't the pr-? I was just kind of messing around, but I said, shouldn't the prices be gone down? Because summer's over, and that additive is going to be taken out, right? Like, why isn't it going down right now? And so I want you just to think about that whole thing right there. Every time you go to the fuel, every time you f- go to fuel up, what do you think about it? What is that doing to your disposable income? Things that you would do, such mm-hmm. as, you know, maybe travel, maybe, uh, you know, Christmas is around the corner. People want to buy things, right? And I'm sure most people that are listening to this podcast realize that there's a whole lot, a lot of, of these people drive a yeah, lot. Commute, cargo ships, you know? yeah, people that are commuting. How much money is that taken out of your pocket uh, yeah. yeah out of part of your income that even goes to food how how how's the food look to y'all has it went up i say yeah it's went up major mm-hmm. the food prices because think about this i told you guys how many months ago when you were thinking about i'm just saying it's a seller's market if you're ever going to sell right now might be a really good time mm-hmm. because of how fast mm-hmm. things are selling did i not say about inflation what's mm-hmm. going to happen did i not say it's so much of what happens as far as fuel prices, I mean, as far as all the things that we purchase are at, are attached to fuel. Mm. If fuel goes up and truckers have to haul the items to grocery stores, right? Right. What's going to happen to everything? It's going to go up. That's inflation, right? So it's not when people talk about, oh, the price of a house, it's this amount. It's because the dollar is worth less. less. Yeah. The dollar's yeah. worth less because they dump a bunch of money. Uh, the government dumps a bunch of money out there, and the value of the dollar is less what it can buy. So yeah. I have a – it's kind of interesting because I'm pretty sure probably most people have seen it, but I had a little book because I was born in 1955. I should have brought it. That would have been really interesting to show you what – Oh, yeah. What, how much You'll was bring now, that sometime. How much was a gallon of gas? Now, I can remember – I can remember when I was probably a teenager, thereabouts, somewhere. Uh, I don't remember exactly, but I remember when gas was 29 cents a gallon. So, well, I remember when it was 99 cents in California. In California. Okay. Yeah. I've seen it 99 cents when I was an adult <clears throat> in other states. Those are long gone. Those days are long gone. Well, what's crazy about <clears throat> it, you know, sometimes in your, we talked about this before too, in your, uh, in your lifetime, you know, so I was born in 55 till here it is 2021. I've seen a lot more different, you know, different right. things. So here I was in, I believe it was 1973 when they had the oil embargo back then. And because of Jimmy Carter and, uh, you know, what was going on with that whole thing. And so they had odd and even days and there was major shortage of gas, supposedly. And uh, that you... You could only get gas certain times. It wasn't like you could just go to the pump anytime you wanted to. Yeah. And so, yeah, and so, you know, I've seen some things like that. Mm-hmm. And But I do remember I had double-digit inflation, double-digit employment, and actually um, interest rates around 21%. <laughs> and so think about what the interest rates are now, but, you know, uh, like a change overnight, huh? <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, it's it's not looking good. So well, I'm seeing. I've seen so many places. So what's weird, I think, is maybe you can explain this to me. Is so when I bought my truck in 2016, I bought it brand new in February 2016, and all the years prior to that, for several years, diesel was way cheaper than regular and leaded. Right. Well, right when I bought my truck, two months later, diesel is higher. Than regular, supreme, or plus. And I'm like, are you kidding me? When I finally buy a truck, a diesel truck, this is what happens. Well, anyways, uh, well, when Trump came, Trump came in, I think, well, what year? That was 16, right? Yeah, 16. Shortly after that, not even a year later, it swapped. And I was like, yes, you know? So I've kind of been on the top side of it, getting the better deals, having the diesel. But then since Biden got in, and I'm not just, bringing him out, but it's the exact truth. It literally flopped again. And I've been noticing everywhere that my diesel is more for sure than regular and leaded. And it's more than most places with their Supreme or plus, whatever the, the middle one is, the mid-grade 89 mm-hmm. octane. 
I'm like, are you kidding me? So now I'm for the most part I'm paying like four fifty nine, and um, I can't tell you how many places I've driven by, um, not around here, but at, well around here too. Some stations five oh nine, five, and this is regular and leaded too. So we're definitely well over the fives. I don't know what like L.A. right now, what the most expensive fuel is in L.A., but I've seen some stuff. I don't know if it's true, like in the sixes. And you've seen some, you've seen similar to that with Jimmy Carter, right? I mean, maybe not that, but for that time, it was triple. So in 2005, uh, it's, it's kind of funny because like I look at cycles and back uh, in 2005, I... Uh, Actually, in 1999, I bought that property uh, and uh, on 10 acres. And so for several years, you remember the, the two tanks that I had out there, right, at that property? Yeah. I had mm-hmm. a 500-gallon diesel tank, and I had a 500-gallon gas tank because g- gas and diesel, in many cases, because I bought volume— what I would do is I would check in with the person that sells volume and I would see mm-hmm. how much they're selling it for. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and if, if, if the gas stations were higher and I was, I was ready to buy, in many, many cases, I was able to buy fuel a lot uh, cheaper. <clears throat> and sometimes, based on certain things, I might only fill up that 500-gallon tank half to halfways, mm-hmm. so around 250. And uh, so what I would do is I'd have this storage of diesel and gas. So most people that live in town, they're not able to do that, but I did do that. It was above ground uh, tanks. And so what happened is, I, I believe it was about 05, and some people are going to think, oh, yeah, tree hug or whatever, but I'm like, I'm about saving the money at that particular time in my life. And you know I had that 4 by 4 Ford F, F250, mm-hmm. turbo diesel, but I also had, I ended up getting rid of the Lexus and I bought a, uh, a brand new Toyota Prius. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so that Toyota Prius, I got like 42 miles a gallon. Mm-hmm. And right when that hit in 05, I, I had bought that and I had filled up both tanks with gas and diesel. So I got it on the very low end. It mm-hmm. was just like the stock market, you know, buying right. Right. And, so literally because the car would get somewhere in the neighborhood of 42, 43, 44 miles per gallon, I bought it at, I hate to say exactly what it was, because I think it was around 225, somewhere in that neighborhood, mm-hmm. or 250, somewhere in that neighborhood, but I bought it at $2 and something. Mm-hmm. And diesel... I don't remember exactly what that was, but I filled them both up. Well, if you remember that next year, that whole year, dude, it went like diesel was it every bit as high as it is right now. Oh, that year. Yeah. Wow. And gas went up as crazy as it is right now. And so that whole entire year, that Prius, that 500, close to 500 gallons that I had in that tank, I was using that fuel, that gas, out of that tank. And so that cost me two something. Versus where it went up to four or five dollars, you know, and so I used it that way, so I was able to save save money that way. But like I said, the average person can't do that. But I just know right. for a fact, as far as inflation, everything that we purchase, think about all the things, find out what is made of petroleum products. I'm pretty sure there's some type of petroleum product in your your. Uh, whatever that piece of mm-hmm. equipment is called, and this duck and whatever, if you really stop and think about it, petroleum products are in there. And so it's finally coming through the whole market. And unless something changes really fast, that whole the inflation is going to be not good at all. And so that cuts into your, if you only have, if you work a job, again, if you could save money on your taxes, mm-hmm. okay, legally, wouldn't that be a good thing? Because yeah. you stop and think about it, whether it's your fuel or food or anything else, that's taken out of the set amount of income that you do have, and it's going to affect everybody. And I believe more and more that's going to wake up people. The fact that if they made the guy that's in now, they made the wrong choice. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, so find a good tax person. Yeah. <clears throat> well... 
like you said, you kind of brought up the Christmas thing. It's like, man, the the just one example, which is the fuel, is an example of how much that's cutting into what you're doing. Which I know a lot of people are working at home now uh, because of COVID. So why are the, why are the highways and interstates so busy right, then? Right. Why is there bumper busy to bumper calls all the time now? Yeah. Man, how nice was that? When oh my. oh my goodness, when that when that was going on, well, you were driving truck, you seen it firsthand. Yeah. But it was just like me going. I was working out of Stockton right then at that moment, <clears throat> and it was just like, this is incredible. I hate what's going on right now, but I'm loving this. Mm-hmm. It was like being in another state because when I go to other states and work, I'm like. This right here makes me want to leave California. Is dealing with the stinking traffic. Yeah, well, I don't know anybody that's in California, but you ever notice, like, I've traveled all over, and do you ever notice the roads in California? Potholes everywhere. Everywhere. Freeways. Freeways. They're actually, they're working on the roads a lot right now, but it's like, I honestly, other states that you go through, you can cross the border and go into Oregon. Oregon's roads are the interstate is a hundred times better than it oh, is in California. Most states. Go east, and it's a hundred times better in California. Yeah. It's like they can put in brand new roads, and you got dips, or they're tearing it up, and they're they're always repairing. Always. Always. And Working it's like, roads. it's so bad right now. Why don't they have somebody from out of state that knows what they're doing come in and... and I know, because obviously our guys don't. <clears throat> you go from Bakersfield to SAC... It is road construction all in between there. I, and I've been to both places within the last two months, and it's solid. It's always, there's always something going on. But then you get past SAC, nothing. Clear, good roads, good. It's like, what is it with the stinking section? Well, I know part of what's going on in our area, too, they've got the 10th UC campus and they're making these bypasses around yeah. part of that. That's part but of But that's not really affecting. That's not Sacramento. Ninety nine. That's not, not Stockton. Right. Yeah. You know, that's not Modesto. And Visalia, Bakersfield, like yeah. all these places. I mean, it's just constantly. It's like, and here's the thing: is I know you got to do it. You got to fix the roads at some point. And it's always going to cause an issue. But as long as I've been driving, that's how it's been. I feel like, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, it's been like that way before I was ever driving. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is that? <laughs> is it just more, tra- more traffic or what? Excuse me. I might have to put that little joke. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just, it's just so frustrating. But once again, we're well. Think about this. This is something a whole nother, <clears throat> whole nother thing. I could go off in so many rabbit trails, but I've said this so many times, man. It's like we know a lot of people. At one point, you know, with the with the whole COVID thing, a lot of people are working out of the home, My, which I've worked <clears> out throat> of throat> the home. I need to push a little bit. Grab them. Yeah, there you go. I've worked out of the home. And do it webinars for years, but um, you think of those people that are going back and forth that we know some of them mm-hmm. that are you know building over in the Bay Area, working mm-hmm. for people in the Bay Area. Yeah. Help. Okay. Well, anyway, you just all you got to do is take a little ride in the morning and the night going over the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and you can have four or five lanes that are bumper to bumper. Uh, going over, going over there in the morning and coming back at night. Stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. And I, I've thought so many times, man. Like, think about your life. Okay, every second, every minute, every hour, yeah. every day, every <clears throat> week, every month, every year. Imagine this. Do some quick math. Okay. Most of the time, when you go over there, if you have to drive over there. <clears throat> It's going to take minimum two, but most likely three Mm. because of stop and go. Mm. Then it's going to take two or three coming back. Okay, so let's, that's anywhere from four to six hours, right? You're doing that five times a week. Five times five is 25 hours. Okay, like that's 25 hours that you have spent. Never get back. What is it? Eight, 186,400 seconds or something like that in a day? It's Mm. something like that. And if you thought about it, it was money, you're spending your life mm-hmm. second by second. It'll make you think a little bit more about it when you start looking at it like that. Like, totally, man. You're spent, redeem, Bible says redeem the time mm-hmm. for the days are you redeem the time. Okay, so you're redeeming your time. Mm-hmm. Well, and and I we've had, me and you've had lots of conversations about that because people, if you're listening right now and you're a commuter, you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. And we totally, we're not bashing that because no. trust me, I spent, 
I mean, my dad's been on the road for thousands of hours. I have commuted for nine years, and uh, let me tell you right now, let's see. So you said seconds are in a day? I think it's 186,400, if I remember. It says 1440, right? Six, oh, how it, many seconds in a day? How many seconds in a day? Yeah, well, 60 times 24. Don't you go 60 times 60? Huh? It, you got to go 60 times 60 first, right? 60 seconds in a minute and yeah, 60 yeah. minutes an hour. Right, right. That's 3,600 times 24. 86,400 okay, 86, seconds in a day. What did you okay. say? I said 184,600. I think that's right. 60 times 60 times 24. You might be right. 86,400. Okay. And and I I always thought about that. I, I'm a numbers guy. And when I was doing ag, I was constantly thinking about how quick I could get the loads out um, in crop dusting out of a helicopter, spraying these fields, right? Like, And when I say fast, I mean not flying faster, faster, faster. You can only go so fast. Mm -hmm. But my point was, and this is what I did, okay? Starting day one, I got a 100 loads to do on this field, okay? That, to get this field done at so many gallons an acre per acre, all this stuff. This is how many loads I have to do, okay? I would think at the beginning, I could tell you down almost to the minute when I would be done with that field because I knew the whole, how long it would take to spray that load out, how long it would take me to fly back to the truck, land on the truck, the guy hook me up, fill it up, and me take off again. And I would be looking at what I made per, <laughs> what I made per hour, what I made per minute, what I made per second. I can look, you could calculate that, right? Mm -hmm. And so... What would bug me as somebody that's on that mindset and being paid off of commission, basically, was I used to have a loader that I would want to just knock out because he, instead of, and here's the mindset difference. Think about this. And that's why I said you guys are always messing up. I've told the owners back in the day when I worked there, you guys are messing this up. You need to pay the loaders commission off the job and change their mindset because they're getting paid by the hour. Yeah. I'm getting paid by the job. Do you, how do you think that's going to mesh? That doesn't mesh. That guy could care less how long it takes me to spray that field because he's getting paid by the hour. I want to get it done because the more, the quicker I get it done, the more efficient I am, the more money I make. Right. Mm -hmm. And the more my life, I get to be back home because exactly. my commute was an hour and a half one way. Mm -hmm. So three hours, I would talk to you all the time. I'd work there six days, seven days a week for years. Three hours a day, let's just say six days, that's 18 hours a week, that's 36 two weeks, that's 72 a month, just driving. Yeah. and, and That's are, three days of are, my are, life. Are you making money during that no. time? No. Are you away from your family during that yes. time? Yes. Yes. So, but that's three days, Dad, a month yeah, that's, of my life. Yeah. Think about this. Three Drive for three days and never stop. Yeah. Just driving. That's what I was doing every month for years. And I know there, I, I, there's people with worse stories than that. And I used to think, and what I did, how do I, how I alleviated that and made the best of it? Because you got to do the best of what you can. Yeah, yeah. Is I would listen to tons of preaching. Right. I would listen to podcasts that right, were right. informational and would make my mind smarter. Yeah. I would listen uh, to YouTube videos on instructionals on how to edit videos and how to edit pictures. And I, you have to make, I would make phone calls. I was on the phone all the time because I was like, I'm either going to call somebody and encourage them or call somebody and check in on them or I'm going to call somebody just to talk and build relationship. Right. Because I'm not going to waste that many hours of my life yep. staring into the void. Yeah. So you're, le you're leveraging your time. As best you can when you're driving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But when you really put it in perspective and you play with the numbers a little bit, and I, I think this, to me, your time is invaluable whether you're a teenager, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, it's invaluable, right? Yes. But the thing of it is, I don't think you realize, most people, as a 20-year-old or a teenager, how valuable, because most people want to become 21. Most people at that point want to get married and most, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then they, they, they're doing this, and but then you wake up. I'm just telling you from my perspective is this, and I started realizing that a long time ago about leveraging yourself, because there was a guy, there was a guy he was the richest man in the world at one time, John Paul Getty, and he said, I'd rather have the efforts, of, I'd rather have 1% of the efforts of 100 people rather than 100% of your own efforts. Yeah. So basically, when you go from home and you go to work, wherever that might be, okay, you're spending your time 
driving there, then you work, then you're spending your time back. Okay, when you're 100% of your own efforts, you're getting paid hourly or commissions based on your efforts during that time. Mm. See, the Bible says all that you do, do as unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. So somebody that's working hourly, not only you want to do it for your family, but if you also think when nobody's looking, mm -hmm. if you are working hourly, I'm doing this unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. This is doing unto the Lord, and I'm going to do my best. Mm -hmm. And I've done that when I've been sweeping. But you know what's amazing about that? It's like it seemed, it, it's only a matter of time before you're noticed. And, and employees yeah. are so invaluable right now. Think about it. Shortages. And when somebody puts 100% of the efforts and treats somebody else's business like their business, trust me, from an owner-operator, those people are invaluable. Mm -hmm. So if you do it as unto the Lord and get rid of the mindset that, uh, you know, they're only paying me 20 bucks an hour or whatever it is, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. I could, you could be making 50 bucks an hour and say they're only paying me 50 bucks an hour. I mean, that's what we do. That's what people do. That's what well, they, they do. do it every day. It don't that's, matter what you're making. No. So if you do it as, in, as unto the Lord, though, and you really think that he's watching and seeing what you do mm -hmm. and he's going to honor that because that's his word, then you take a di you have a different outlook. Yep. Mm -hmm. and, and and to add on to that, look at these millionaire, multi-multi-millionaires, sports players that are still griping and trying to get more. It's like, what in the world, man? You're making 80 million and you're not going to take a contract at a new place for 120 because they, they don't get my, they don't get my skill. They yeah. don't know my skill. I'm worth at least 200 million. It's like, that's warped. They're in warped. the head or something. They're warped. I mean, you, but again, that's what the world is. So, so the bottom line is, well, in general, even yeah, whoever you are, pe that's how that's people are in general. They always want more, and it goes back to, well, broke at a higher level. That, but also the, the gratitude. What's that? Gratitude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't you if you don't have gratitude in your life, whether you're making a minimum wage or you're making hundred million, you're never gonna be happy. No. And I'm gonna do. We're gonna do an episode on that. Uh, soon me and my dad we got some things to go over i think it would really help it helps me it help i encourage you guys man we're already on 50 minutes we're we're <laughs> time flies we, we're fun. yeah and we're these are great conversations we didn't even touch what i was wanting to touch on this episode and i'm not trying to um cut you off i think it's probably oh, no, just I'm, a good point to to end this and man i've been making notes i'm like okay now i can't remember everything we covered because we covered a lot of things but it was all good yeah so it's fun Let's uh, we'll just end this one here. And um, again, thank you guys for all the feedback. You guys been letting us know that you like it and everything. And and uh, we got a lot of good videos coming out on the YouTube channel. And I don't even want to get into. That. I just need to end this episode. So uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah.